Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening. Oh, another day. Another, uh, we're in studio again together. That's lovely. We get to see each other. I like this. I came into the city again today. I saw a fight. Where? I saw a fight on the street. Like not on a, the street? Not a physical fight, but I just hadn't seen a... You know how like pretty much every day in the city you'll see like a... It's like the New York of like, I'm walking here, like yeah. that type of shit. Yeah. So this uh, this dude in a truck was trying to take a right. And it's tough taking, um, you know, certain turns in New York City because the crosswalks are always going. So you got to wait for like a ton for of people. For the pedestrians, and right. I, I guess the guy was inching forward. I don't know what was happening. And this woman in scrubs walks and all of a sudden they're yelling at each other. He's in the car. She's outside the car. And she's like, watch where you're fucking going. Yeah. She's yelling. And he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and they are yelling at one another, at which point he goes, act like a woman. And uh, then he starts screaming. And she's like, fuck you. And he starts oh, screaming. Wow. <laughs> he starts screaming, put your balls away, which was, I got to be honest, uh-huh. hilarious. I'm going to guess his license plate had more of a light yellow tint than a dark yellow tint. What does that mean in this case? Well, they're, they're here in New York City, right? Tuck I've, your balls in is actually what he said. I just remembered. I mean, maybe I'm wrong and I've got this all wrong. But people who, who, who live in Manhattan and drive around Manhattan yeah. realize that it's a pedestrian city and generally sort of drive slow and are cautious through intersections and things like that. Then there's one neighboring state that has a lot of suburbs and a lot of cul-de-sacs where, you, where no one walks around yeah. and you can drive like a fucking hellion and just run everyone over. And they drive into the city and drive like that. This was not a New Jersey guy. This wow, was not that's his shocking, fault. Actually, this was not his fault. And uh, what was what I thought was bullshit New, by this New woman, Jersey drivers come into Manhattan and drive like they're like on 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 Highway Four or like they're on the Turnpike. Yeah, I don't. I I I fucking hate this shithole now, and I don't care what anyone does here. They can burn <laughs> it down. I have to come in here twice a week, and it is what it is. But this this woman did something that I thought was kind of uncool. When he when they were yelling at her, she was like, all right, tough guy, get out of the car. And it's like, <laughs> OK, I think now unpopular opinion uh-huh. in that scenario. I think he should be allowed to be like, OK, no. is that what you want? No, I think I think she was probably I wasn't there, but I'm going to guess if she was the pedestrian yeah. and he was in the car that she was probably right. Like, dude, wait for the pedestrians. You inching forward. I was there and it was it was a tough call on this one. Yeah. But him inching forward, like, isn't going to make anyone but, move any faster. But that's not the the, the thing uh, that I'm I'm you, talking you're about. In a, you're in a car. Like, okay. like that's a weapon. No, no, fuck that. I, I don't care about that. Once she starts saying, "Hey, get out of the car." Yeah. What? What the fuck is he supposed to do? Because his options are not get out of the car or two punch a woman. So I think it's a bullshit move. What she did. I, mean, I guess it's a little far down the road though. But her, she's pretty much like, "Yo, I'm walking. I have the right of way. You're being a dick and threatening to run me over. Fuck you." She's right. Okay, and, Ryan. And, Ryan, and, you're, you're on misunderstanding. You're you're under the impression that I give a fuck who's right or wrong i don't yeah what i'm saying is if a woman says get out of the car and fight me yeah as a man you're in an unwinnable situation no he should have realized that he was in the unwinnable situation when he was inching forward and that and that like she should have shut up when when he told her or when she told him okay, Yo, you're like, driving like a dick he shouldn't have fought back he uh-huh. should have realized oh i'm a dick uh-huh, but like get over that for a second yeah i'm more saying that's an unwinnable situation for the guy. And no, I think are you Jada. No, no. I think that in that scenario, what do you mean? I mean, like that's Will and Jada. That's that's you hurt my honor. Go slap him. That, no, that's, yes, it is. Uh, you told me to get out of the car. I'm going to come be physical. You hurt my honor. It's unwinnable. Somebody challenges I, you to a fight. No one's challenging. I mean, like she no one, did. No. She said, get out of the car. Yeah, let's because go, he was being guy. a dick. He okay, was but, being like, you know, what? that tough guy mentality of I'm going to fight you if, if you. OK, if you challenge somebody to a fight, they should be allowed to fight you. That's no. what I'm saying. No. But the thing is, Why like, not? OK, hold on, because if, if someone challenges you to a fight and they're right. Back the fuck off. Like, this is what a lot of it. A lot what of people are just logic is that I know, a lot of people just hear the challenge. 
And all that, it's like, you challenged me? You can't fucking challenge me. I'm going to fight you because you challenged me. Okay. And they literally just don't even listen to what the person is saying. And what the person is saying probably was right, and that just makes you an extra level what of stupid. What the person is saying is I'm challenging you to no, a fight. No, before that started the fight. No, no. Like, if he hadn't gotten all tough, when the woman's saying, don't impede on the crosswalk, I'm walking here. By the way, we're in the morning mashup studio. All the video will have mashup behind <laughs> when us. When he starts creeping into the crosswalk mm-hmm. and she says, I'm walking here, the guy that continued in the fight in the car, mm-hmm. and he, it's just because his honor was hurt. It's just because, yo, you can't challenge, you can't say shit to me. I'm a toxic male. Don't fucking say shit to me. I don't care how right you are. Don't say shit to me. Um, okay. That's what's, that's, that's what's going on. But, okay, the thing is, with, with what you're saying, <laughs> I, I, I think the moment somebody's like, hey, I'm challenging you to a fight now, you're saying that in that moment, the other party is supposed to be like, I was wrong, I guess I shouldn't fight. No, 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 I'm saying that like three steps before. Okay, but it's when past she, that point. Well, yeah, but yeah, it's fucking it, done. Yeah, it should have never got there. Okay, but it did. Okay, but it did. He's still wrong. Just because he started wrong okay, doesn't I mean. Okay, I don't it, give a fuck who's right or wrong. For the millionth <laughs> time, it doesn't matter. You, know, you think that you think you think that he was wrong for not getting out of the car and no, starting a fight. No, that's not what I'm saying. That he should be able to go start the fight. I'm saying that if somebody challenges, I think that woman chose the "I'm a woman" protection <laughs> yeah. by saying "get out of the car" because she knows he fucking can't. Yeah. Now, if it's a guy and a guy, yeah. now you got a different situation. No, you don't. I think if somebody... Cha- what I'm saying is, in Mark Law, if I <laughs> was president of the country, if somebody challenges you to a fight, regardless of gender, race, creed, religion, anything, you should be allowed to fight them without repercussions. Well, with no. the same understanding, because, look, no. if two guys get in a fight, right? Yeah. Like, they take the Chris Rock, Will Smith thing. Right. Everyone was like, oh, my God. But imagine if Will Smith had slapped Kelly Clarkson. People would have been fucking appalled even more. You're you're missing the whole point. The whole point to this. No, I'm not. We're saying different things. And you're just trying to make it like, well, listen, really what people need to do is understand when they're wrong and just apologize. Yeah, we're fucking on that. It sounds like this guy's a real fucking asshole and just should have, like, shut up. Like, like, it, it sounds like whatever this guy did was wrong. So then he did what? One thing wrong, so she was allowed to just do whatever and challenge him to a fight. No, but he kept going, and she's like, yo, can't you see? I'm in the crosswalk. You're being a dick. And he challenged again. He's like, fuck you. I don't care. And then she said, okay, so get out and fight me. What if he had? Then he would end up in jail. He'd end up on the news. He'd end up as a woman random beater, as he should. He'd he'd end up as a- But that's bullshit, because if he did it to me, it wouldn't be be looked at the same. Yeah, it would. He'd still go to jail for assault. It would still be, it would still, like, yeah. It would I'm just st- saying, as somebody who counts myself among this group of people <laughs> who run their mouths without repercussions. Right. You, you, you can't just be challenging people to fights. If you challenge somebody to a fight, in my opinion, you should be ready to fucking fight. I mean, I guess, but there's that whole mentality. Yeah, I mean, I guess. No, there's a whole mentality of people that, like, they don't care what anyone's saying. They just hear tone of voice and challenge, and they're like, fuck you, I'm going to fight. Because that's what a challenge is. You're, you keep being like, if somebody challenges you to a fight, what you should first consider is how you got to that point. No, no, not challenging. See, you're going and challenging you to a fight. I'm, I'm saying that he was challenged. He was doing something wrong. He was creeping into the crosswalk when there was no, you were there. You said he was creeping into the crosswalk. I I just honestly, I wasn't really paying attention until I heard tuck your balls away (laughs) because it was fucking hilarious. But let's just and also was it was it uh, a cool thing to say to somebody? No, but things can be mean and wrong and still funny. Yeah. I, I just saying I thought it was I thought it was weird that when the woman was like, get out of the car and fight me. I was like, I don't think she actually wants that. I think I think that this guy was only yelling at her because he was a woman. And I think if it was you in the street, he never would have yelled at her. He never would have yelled, put your balls away. He never would have yelled any of those things. If you would if you would if it had been you mm-hmm. and you told him, yo, don't creep in the crosswalk. He probably would have been silent. So so the only reason like, no, no, like I think he still would have yelled her. No. Yeah. But he wouldn't have gone that far. He he did that because he knew he could. And that's why she said it, too, is he knew that that was a, that was a woman who was probably not going to come fight him. Therefore, he could run his mouth. I wanted to see it escalate. I think either one of them should have been like, yeah, I'm going to check this out. I Let's just know the type, goes. though. I 
It's fine. And just know the type, though, that it's that it's like you can't say anything to me. I can go through the world and be as wrong as I want. I think I'm a tough guy. And if you challenge me, I'm going to say I'm going to fight you. He like, didn't say he was going to fight. She brought up the no, fight. No, but she, no. But so it actually kind no, of, you I, could. I, I disagree. She's she, the one that said, get out of the car and fight. So you could actually argue that the person you were describing. No, but it's arguably her when you're when you're doing because you've made a lot of assess. Uh, oh, I have. I just because I feel like I, I just because I feel like I know who it is. I've been I've been here. I've seen these fights. You know how it works. I'm just saying I, I think that if you challenge somebody to fight. America and Canada and wherever you're listening to this, you need to be ready to fight. I mean, I guess that we live like like and I do. I, I throw a lot of aspersions on that New Jersey. But if there is a state where the people there like to fight, we don't even fucking know if this guy was from Jersey. I don't really I, recall. It just sounds like it. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, if there's aggressive drivers in Manhattan, guess where they're probably from? Manhattan? No. Have you been in a motherfucking cab? Well, yeah, not cab drivers. Cab drivers are absolutely right. But like a regular car driving around, if it's speeding through the streets of Manhattan. This goddamn city is a death trap. There's a great chance it's got a jersey plate on it. All right. Well, anyway, what else is uh, going on? Uh, Let's see. Oh, you wanted to talk to me about my um, taxes. Your taxes. Well, it's just because tax day was earlier this week. Yeah. Monday. And I was like, did you pay your taxes yet? And you said... No. I haven't gotten them back yet. I haven't gotten them back. But when did you submit them to get done? I submitted them on uh, April 7th. Because we use the same accountant. Yeah. I submitted on April 7th. I turned everything in April 7th. April 7th. Yes. All Which right, was like... 10 days before the deadline. Now, had you had any communication with the person at that point, or you just kind of dumped everything on them April 7th? Uh, I told them, I'm like, hey, I've got everything for you. What should I do? And they said, here you go. Download it. And that's it. And so, I just... I don't understand why you would wait so long. I had other things going on. See, because here's 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 the thing. Yeah. When I hear that you didn't do your taxes or do any movement on your taxes until April 7th, even though since we are using the same accountant this year, because she she is the accountant that also handles our business entity stuff. We've, you know, talked with her over the past year a couple times. So we've known since about a year ago uh-huh. that she was going to do your 2021 tax return. Right. I feel like it's not an adult thing to do to wait until it's like the homework's due and oh God, I didn't do it. So I I guess and I'll I'll be totally I'll take the blame on this, but this is the first time in a long time I've used somebody else. Mm -hmm. I've done my own taxes forever. So you can do your own taxes whenever you want. As Mm -hmm. long as you do it before the deadline, if you like there's been days when on the 15th, I'm like, okay, let's break it out and go. Mm -hmm. And and so so. My thing is, right, if you've got to go over a year of finances, like if I go through my credit card statements and look at everything that I did and be like, this is deductible, this is dedu-, like that's it's it's um. how long does it take you to organize your stuff? I don't even do that. Here's what I do. OK, I just take like, you know, if you have investment accounts somewhere or yeah. something, I take my W2 and my 1099 or whatever, 1095 C or whatever they give you for your like your health coverage. Yeah. And I take any, you know, returns I get from my investment accounts and then I just go here and then I say, uh, here's some stuff I use that I think's for work. That's about it. <laughs> All right. Well, I go through every transaction on my credit card. And what do you deduct things for? Uh, business expenses. Like what? Uh, meals that I like the company doesn't cover any business meals that I do. Okay. Right. So any business meal, I, I mean, can, they could. I don't know why you they, wouldn't. They don't. You could try. Have you tried expensing them? Um. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. And they don't. Um. And 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 so I. I and and there's certain things that I'll do that necessarily aren't exactly serious XM, but I will go do other work things uh-huh. there. So I'll do some travel expenses. I'll do. And that's that's the. And then there's there's equipment that I buy for home. You know, I I just think, and this goes. This isn't even specifically about you. This is for anyone out there. But but it take. I guess what I'm trying to say is that when I do my taxes, because it's something that I am not an expert at. Mm-hmm. It, it, I know I have to set aside an open ended at least five hour window, 
that I need at least five solid hours where I'm not going to be disturbed and it's open-ended on the other side in case five hours isn't enough. Mm -hmm. Because I like it's one of those things you can't come back to. Like when you're working on it, you got to be in it. And if, at least for me, you're in it. You got to do it all in one thing. So so for me, it was finding that big chunk of time where also I'm in the mood to do it. So uh, who's in the mood to never, do taxes? Never. Okay, so the two thoughts on this. I think it's very important for an adult person to have an accountant. I think it, one, makes your return look better. Then if you're audited, you're kind of covered. You got somebody, you know, helping you, you out. Click that H&R Block audit protection and you're fine. Okay, yeah. H&R Block. I've never been audited. I do. I, I know that I... See, that's the thing is when I do my own taxes, like it's so basic, there's no way that I'm doing anything shady that looks like... And I feel like with an accountant, they're doing stuff that I don't understand. So, like, it makes me a lot uh, wearier about being audited and things like that. Furthermore. More. I think it's worth the money for the you don't have to do the five hours of fucking, you know, penny pinching but, but or whatever you, but you, you do. do. You still have to give the accountant accurate information. OK, I mean, I just make my five. I, I just put everything in a zip drive and send it to them. That's just, so here you go. Here's my here's my documents. Make of this what you will. Right. But they don't know which of my transactions. I mean, like, I don't well, that's save... because you do every transaction. Couldn't you just mainly be like, I don't know, I spent like four thousand dollars on business expenses this year, roughly. But how do I know what it roughly is? Like, I don't know what that number is until I like, yeah, I could. So you're telling me you look back to your credit card statements and you're like 11 months ago. I see a charge here for the uh, for Boston Market. I remember I got I got macaroni and broccoli with uh, J.J. Jones from another media company. Yep. Okay. No, I'm serious. And I know this sounds silly, but like I know the restaurants that I eat at all the time. And then you have your business restaurants. My business restaurants. And there's ones I'm like, I only go there when I'm talking to somebody. Okay, and so I can droop, 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 and I know I know where it's at. There's a bar a few blocks over here. I know I only take people there when I'm when I'm doing business stuff. Okay, so anytime that appears, I know it's a business meeting. Do you have like fuck bars too, like places you only take somebody if you're trying yep. to do it? Yep. What's a fuck bar for you in New York City? Well, no, I don't. I, they're all closed because of the pandemic. But no, I know the places where where when I go on dates or when I'm out with my girlfriend, where like I'm. Wait, you have a girlfriend? Oh, Jesus Christ! Don't get into this. I'm just asking. I don't know. You don't tell me these things. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I know the places that I go with like with my friends and with and, and I know the places where I'm like, I was definitely there for business. OK, so I'm able to do, at least do it that way. All right. Now, I just think and where what I where I want to get to that this is like another case of if people don't do it my way, I think they're they're doing it poorly. <laughs> right. I think the idea that you've had this information for three or four months and waited until the last minute means you're like a child person that you like like what any and that goes for anyone out there. Anyone who's waiting to the last minute to do their taxes, and they're like, oh, fuck, it's tax day. Be an adult. What do you consider last day or last minute? Well, like, like, what's the cutoff? So, so this year, the tax day was the 18th? I mean, yes. In the past, you've waited until the actual day. Well, yeah, because I was the only one responsible. That's true. Like, I, it, was, it was me. I was going to do it. So it, it only mattered to me. And at this point, I have to say, because since we're using the same accountant, we were going to, you know, we, I was waiting for a bill because she had to do our business stuff, too. And I didn't know if it was going to be rolled into one bill or what the situation was going to be. Yeah. And so... I kept asking Ryan, hey, just submit your stuff. And I started doing this in late February. Yeah. And then I felt like I was reminding Ryan to do his homework, basically. <laughs> and I just stopped. But it was, I was like, fucking, he knows he's, and you kept being like, oh, yeah, I got to do that. But then the next oh, time yeah, you checked do- with me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did that a while ago. I fully expected you to say I have not done and that. And how surprised were you when I'm like, I've been done for a, a while now? Very surprised. Yeah. He's got to have a little faith in But me. I think a week out, more or less, accounting for weekends and stuff, knowing that you had had four months to do it was not enough time. But I've had bosses, too, right? I've had bosses that have been like this, that are like, you were supposed to be here at noon. And I'm like, it's 11.55. And they're like, yeah, well, why are you waiting until the last minute? I'm like, it does, as long as it's done, the hell does it matter? If okay. the deadline is noon, the deadline's not 11.55. So what are you complaining about? That's a fair point. But I think that it's very, I think it's very within, it would have been within our accountant's rights to be like, I don't have time for this at this point. It's what she did. She did? Yeah. Because you submitted too late. Listen, if if she had, if she could have communicated with me what her deadline was. She didn't even know if you were going to be a client or not. Yes, she did. You told me I would. 
Yeah, because you, I told her, I said, Ryan says he's going to, but until you give her the stuff, how does she know? Right, She's not going to hold the spot. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, like, I'm not worried about it. everything. Everything's fine. So what do you have to do? You had to file an extension? Yeah, she filed an extension. So you really didn't pay your taxes on time? Oh, I did because you had to pay everything. But I have a feeling, like, what I'm guessing is because this is my first year with her, is that afterwards we're going to go back and review everything and go over and see what's really going on. Okay. Right? Like, and it's fine. I didn't, I didn't. But basically, like, you didn't meet the deadline because you had to fire, file an extension. I didn't know what the deadline was. I mean, if it had been me, my taxes would have been done in plenty of time. Okay. But this is why for like a month prior, because you did the deadline. Now, here's the thing. Your boss can tell you the deadline's noon, but if it's a two, it's a, if it's a two-person uh, system and you complete your part at eleven fifty-five, yes. you're leaving the other person five minutes. No, you're right, and that's and that's where I guess I didn't know how much time she needed. Uh, well, that, and that I knew a, at least one of her clients was out of the way. That was me. <laughs> I get my shit done immediately. By my, I already have my refunds. I am done. I feel like, though, that I don't have very difficult taxes and maybe because I just because I've been doing them. Mm. And, and, and last year, I was really concerned that I screwed up uh-huh. like and that I had screwed up the year before. And I took them because I paid so much money out. I'm like, I couldn't have done this right. There's no way. And I took it to an accountant post and I'm like, can you look at this? And they're like, yep, you did everything right. Meaning you owed a shitload of money. Yep. Huh. I know it was really depressing. Maybe it sounds like you should have somebody, an accountant, tell you what to withhold in your checks and stuff, so it's not as much of a fucking disaster at the end of the year. I think I've got all that worked out, but the things that there were side things and other things happening that contributed that they did not withhold, and there was nothing I could have done about that. Uh, I tried to fix the withholdings, and they told me no. Well, so all right, uh, uh, another story. Let's move it on. Uh, well, we're you know we're always we record the day before, mm-hmm. um, but today's four twenty. Happy four twenty. Another thing that only matters if you're a child. <laughs> Happy 420. I, dude, I saw more um, adults posting about it today than I've ever seen. And I'm not going to say that they were adults that were surprising to me, but adults that two years ago would not have posted. What, what are they acting like? Oh, it's cool to do drugs now. It's legal. First of all, anyone who gets really into weed because it becomes legal, on some level, I feel like you're not in the spirit of, you're not a drug person, first of all. <laughs> That's like being like, Tylenol day, 614. Like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? No one's like, you know what? You know what you are? You're somebody who's like, happy Cinco de Mayo. Uh-huh. Ah, like mm-hmm. foods with margaritas. It's that <laughs> shit. That's that's what it is. You're that person. But I agree. Tom Segura, comedian Tom Segura, is basically saying like everyone who uh, celebrates 420 as an adult is a loser. And I agree with him. So you're saying like once you're 23, you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Just get high if you want. Get high whenever you want. It's legal. It doesn't matter. Do you think that that's what people like? Like, do you consider celebrating just sending out a meme that says happy 420? Or do you think that like happy 420 is the dumbest thing you can say to anyone? That's more of what I'm when I've seen. I, I when I said that I've seen people celebrating. That's what I mean. What is it's, it like a joint sitting on the couch with a burrito? And it's like happy 420 in that stupid uh, tie dye font. Yeah, it's like this, the wavy tie dye font with some marijuana leaves behind it. Happy 420. No, stupid. Uh, Very dumb. Why are these microphones so loud? in this studio I, they, god they were ridiculously stupid yep this is this is the way it's always been is this where you do all your interviews is yeah. this where you were were mask masked or oh earlier this week when there were big celebs around this you didn't is, have to be mad you had to wear masks this is the one and i and now it all came out because remember you were we you were getting on about lizzo um i didn't name any names I didn't name any names. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, well, there was a guest where people had to wear masks. Uh-huh. And I think it was pretty well, it was pretty clear who we were talking about. But you, you but I said that there was one other person in the entourage mm-hmm. that was not wearing a mask, that wasn't part of, and and I knew who it was, but I didn't know that I was allowed to say anything, and I was, I was coy about it when we talked about it. And then it came out on Andy Cohen that it was her boyfriend. Oh, her normie boyfriend? Yeah. Was the, is the, so Nicole, Stan, and I weren't wearing masks. Lizzo wasn't wearing a mask. Everybody else was except for one person. And I said there was one other person and I didn't say who it was. And it was her boyfriend. And, and that, that news hadn't broke yet. I had a question. Why weren't you allowed to say it was her boyfriend? Why'd you feel you couldn't? Um, it's really difficult to explain 
But like it, it, it's sort of like an on the you know like you hear about reporters talking about on the record and off the record. Yeah. So that when she's sitting in front of the microphone, she's on the record. But everything that happens in the studio necessarily isn't on the record. Like you, you still have to have. I, I still believe in like don't exploit everything just because you can. I feel like all I bring up is off the record stuff. Yeah. When I'm like like literally the mask thing was the I guess theoretically off the record. But if 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 the sec if it's as soon as you can you expose the off the record stuff they're not going to want to ever show you the off the record stuff i did see i did see something on demois about uh lizzo's boyfriend lizzo and her boyfriend and i don't know if it's true but i want to read you this post um do you do you still follow demois ever yeah so they they posted something like what do you know about lizzo's boyfriend and and demois was like apparently it's i it's her trainer but i could have made that up okay I mean, he's, he's very tall. I, for his sake, I, I hope not. <laughs> it's a fucking terrible advertisement for your business. How do you know? Because I have eyes. Oh, because I have eyes, Ryan. <laughs> I'm not going down this road. That's why. I'm just, I'm just saying. Be like, oh, what's your SAT tutoring class? Where did your child go to school? Oh, community college. Community college. I thought you're being unfair. I'm being. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Am I wrong? I'm not going there. Okay. I'm not going um, there. I'm a great cook. What did you have for dinner last night? Frosted flakes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. But like, you don't have to like you don't have to wear masks. You have to wear masks and it hits one studio, but you don't have to on planes anymore. That's true. Oh, but you were just changing topics. Transitioning right out of that one. Yeah, okay. I just <laughs> host body shamed. I'm not Bob just saying. I'm just saying it's it's, you know, although Another good ad for the trainer, though, if he is a trainer, because it's like, go to this trainer. Oh, fuck you. It'll feel good. Maybe it'll be good. Right. See? You know, like positive, positive spin on the same story. <laughs> no. OK. I don't know. Uh, yeah. You can't you, you don't have to wear masks on planes and trains and I guess automobiles anymore. Um, you do have to on trains here in New York City. You do. It's yeah. still on the subway. Yeah. Because there's a whole like when I was when I came in, I rode Metro North. Really? Because you, you have to on the subway, but not Metro North. Aren't they both governed by MTA? Uh, yeah, which probably it's still in place, but I don't know how strictly they're enforcing it. But I know the MTA, like the, the mask mandate for MTA is still there. Okay. Because so they, there was one thing I was I was watching on the news where they were talking about how sort of confusing it is. So now, like the you've dropped it on airplanes, right? But if you walk into O'Hare, that's under a different jurisdiction. So in the airport, you have to have a mask. But once you're on the plane, you don't have to. Like it's that sort of thing. And maybe I got the airports and mixed up or whatever. But like, there's that sort of confusion going on where some local municipalities and stuff still have the mandate, but the national does. Which you could argue that it always should have been the other way around. Where it's like, okay, you got to wear it on the plane, but maybe in the airport, fine. You don't have to. You know what I mean? Like the idea that it's now you ha- would have to in the airport, but not on the plane is kind of funny. I, I find it very funny. The the people that just like on an airplane, tear it off right away. Like, I don't need this anymore. I'm like, are you looking around? The airplane's probably the one prudent place. It's more, it, it's, it's more just, even when I was getting on the train um, yesterday, people were like, you don't have to wear that mask anymore. I was like, yeah, I know. I know. I still want to. I see the news. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. I'm okay wearing this. It's it's more funny that people think like, oh, we don't have to wear the mask. Everything's fine. That like they don't put the connection out of why the mask is there. Like they're just doing it because they're told. Well, also, it's not like the mask was and the mask mandate ended. It ended for some type of scientific and or uh, public health reason. It ended because some lady was tired of it. Yeah, judge was like, no, we're not. Right. I don't think this is good. Right. And that's that's where I, I do think for better or worse, our legal system. And I say for better or worse uh, on purpose because it's like. It's weird. It's both in certain situations, I guess, good that one person can stand up and be like, yeah, we're not doing this. I rule this bad. Right. But also kind of crazy that in the midst of this pandemic, she was just like, nope. We're done with that. Yeah. I've decided. Well, and it was happening all through the pandemic, too, of, of judges just throwing it out because they didn't like it. Like, mm. Dude, it, the, the whole like our constitution as far as how it's adapted and what's freedom and liberty is and all that stuff is, is just outwardly ridiculous. I mean, maybe. I'm saying the how we how we use it, how we apply it. Yes. 
Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. Yeah. I mean, would you say more times than not? Uh, well, I, I think you'd have to go a little bit further and explain, but I would say, I would say that, uh, we're on the good side of it. Yeah. But I feel like, I, I think the bad side of it happens, but it is not the regular We're we're, we're definitely on the good side of things. I guess I get, it doesn't I, feel that way. I know it doesn't feel that way, but, but this is like, what was that thing? The, the article that was in the Atlantic last week talking about how, um, I don't know, <laughs> But he was talking about how social media. All I have an 18-month-old, 19-month-old. Do you think I'm sitting around reading the Atlantic? That, that all it's doing is eroding trust, and we know that eroding trust in in, in you know public policy and politicians, and and it's just it, there's no solution. It offers it offers all bitching and no solution. Well, I mean, the Supreme Court right now is that all of a sudden, like the Supreme Court used to be this. You know, at least when I was in school, it was taught like well. They make the decisions. They're not elected. It's great, you know. And it turns out that ultimately, on some level, they are elected. Yeah. It's so, and therefore, second-handedly. Yeah, but it's 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 become very partisan. It. I think it's always been very partisan, but it's more like where where the confirmation has been more partisan. I think. Like, I think that in, in, in the last few years, like, like when you look at John Roberts, I think everyone's shocked at how he turned out. So if anything, I think the veneer of the it's not partisan has been pulled down. Well, I don't I, 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 I think you got to wait. I, I think we're knee jerking it right now. But when you look at like like when John Roberts was made the chief justice, everyone thought he was going to be this really conservative judge. And it's turned out he's the, the swing vote. I just don't recall another time in, in, you know, in my life where they were like, yes, we're getting these new judges and we're going to purposely change all these laws that already exist. We're going to change them back. Yes, that is new. Oh, and there's only one law they care about. Yeah, but but you know what I'm saying? Like that is so you're ultimately electing like the like I don't remember this whole we're not going to where when when Mitch McConnell didn't have the confirmation hearings for Merrick Garland. Right. I feel like that's when it really got kicked into overdrive yes. that it's like, all right, we're trying to shape this. I think I think when we look back on this, that like at everyone saying how the democracy is in, in grave threat. That's yeah. the fir- that was the first step. Mitch McConnell is such a piece of shit. Yes. He's just such a piece of shit. I mean, like there's there's there doesn't seem to be any fairness of, OK, you guys won this time. Like like that's out the window. No one gives a shit of like, hey, this is how a democracy works. We vote. Sometimes you win. Sometimes we win. But we find a balance in the end. The other side doesn't give a fuck anymore. They're like, we win all the time. We don't care when you when you win. Fuck you. Yeah. But the, but the thing is, Democrats suck at winning. They suck at it. No, they suck at messaging. They win just as much. They suck at messaging. They're awful at messaging. No, just no. Awful. I would argue that they suck at winning because they don't run up the score. Yeah, that's fair. Whereas, you know, like now, granted, the the margins were so close with this specific Congress and, you know, Joe Manchin and those types of people where they had to, you know, play ball. But it's like every time the Republicans do something shitty, the, the Democrats are like, OK, they get in power and then they have the opportunity to do the exact same shitty thing because apparently that's now how the game is played. But they try and get by on honor or whatever. Right. Well, no, I, I listen. I've always felt that the, the Democrats just are shit at messaging. Like and the perfect example is that they is that they don't think about what they're doing and and defund the police was the perfect example because the the, the it's not defund the police what they're really saying is fund education so they went with the negative right what they should have been saying is like a catchier phrase than fund education but they went with defund police when all they were saying was hey if you're gonna fund the police let's make sure we give the same amount of money to schools and if we make schools really good eventually we won't need the police for all the violence right but it was just really shitty messaging so they're able to go like well well be able to do the dumb lowbrow argument of well what are you going to do without cops when no one was saying that and people like Chuck Schumer are about as inspired, like oatmeal's more inspiring than Chuck Schumer. Oatmeal. It is. <laughs> I, I get way more excited about oatmeal than I do Chuck Schumer. Well, like the oatmeal here at the office, the. Uh... Oh, they're always out of the, the maple and brown sugar. By it's way, always gone. There's special, there's special soda at the office today. Is there? It's in the fridge, but it says it's for executives only. I don't drink it anyway, so it doesn't matter. I don't to either, me. but I, I just was like, oh, I. <laughs> Fuck, I need to get that promotion so I can have some soda. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Executive Mark Zito. Yeah, I'll just be like, yes. If you, le- if you hear the fizz, you know that I'm a power player. At what level is it is is exact like if you're a vice president, is that executive? I don't know. Okay. I think 
I think an executive is. Or do you have to be an executive vice president, like a, like an EVP? I don't. We don't have that many of those, right? That's, that's what I'm saying. I guess there were. Like, I guess I would base it on how many cans of soda there were. Like, like if there were twelve cans, of, only twelve. Let's say. now, if there were a hundred, I'd say okay. I think vice president and above can have soda. Yes. But if there were ten, I'd say, ooh, this might only be like president and up. You know, okay. like, and if there were three, I'd be like, I think this is for like sea level executives. But you think like if it's just that that you could put mini fridges in their offices and then they don't even have to go out into the hallway. I don't think it's all the time. I think maybe today there was some meeting where they, they needed soda. They had lunch and that was just the way where to put it much in the same way if we were doing an event and we made guacamole and we'd be like hey don't touch this this is for this is happening yeah i don't know but it's just still it's a um well it happens all the time in your department your department will do something in the fishbowl and you set up a little table with waters and twix and kit kats on them and everything right and everyone who works at sirius xm goes oh free kit kat and you're like nope yeah, that's for the guests. That is, well, now we are a can. Now we do a free candy everywhere, so it's fine. But I think there's just a better way to phrase these things. You could just say for a private event. That's what you say. Then you don't feel like because a private event could be fucking Kathy's birthday. Well, you hear you hear stories about people that like are extras in movies or things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and that they'll go to the catering area and they'll be like, you know, like literally a friend of mine had this happen once where he was he was an extra in a movie and went to the catering catering. What area. movie was it? I died. It's something you've never heard of. Oh, okay. And but went to the catering area and there was two plates of donuts or two boxes of donuts. Right. Mm-hmm. One of them was was plain cake donuts and one of them was jelly donuts and boston creams and the the blueberries and and all that right Mm. and he went to grab a boston cream and they're like are you in sag those are yours really yeah the plain ones with no frosting just the plain cake donuts were for the extras that didn't have a sag card and if you wanted the boston cream you better be important like it's dumb shit like that you hear about but you see but but by saying by saying uh, for executives only, like, why would you not just put private event? You Because first of all, I guarantee you, it's not like our executives got together and said, we will only have soda. Right. Like some somebody who's not an executive yeah. most likely made that decision because you don't want to. It's it's like an unforced error. 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 Right. It's an unforced error. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? It's like slip back to Rhode like Island. Jesus there. Christ, you know, I, it's it's about messaging. It's all about messaging. Oh, speak like the Democrats and the Republicans. See, it's all about Boom. messaging. Pulling it back around. Uh huh. Um, speaking of, of Democrats and Republicans, um, a prominent Republican got himself in uh, on 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 the 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 internets. Oh, what? Uh, I guess Bill O'Reilly got caught chewing out a JetBlue employee. JetBlue changed from Coke to Pepsi, and I don't like that, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Anyway, that's probably not what he was mad about. No. So I have, like, there's video, and I would play the video, but the sound is not, I mean, like, do you want me to try to play it and see if you can hear I it? I guess. What is the issue? Is it the mask S- thing? No, his flight got Hello. canceled. What's your so- find out? See, you can't, you can't hear him. You get the background. Uh, but, you hear him a little bit. Can you? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I have yeah. a transcript. I can do. I can do a dramatic reading. Uh, one, I heard it earlier. He said something like, "You're gonna find out." Or um, something. So uh, apparently where the audio picks up and what you can hear is it's him. You know, it's him at the ticket counter. Yeah. Right. The the gate ticket counter, yeah. not the front ticket counter. Um, and, and he says, we need to know what you're going to do. It's three hours late now. He was going from JFK to Turks and Caicos. Mm. So he, he wanted some some time in the sun. And then the JetBlue worker said something, but he's in a mask and it was hard to tell what the what the airport worker was saying. He's like, no, no, no. Pointing a finger at the worker's chest. You're going to find out. Okay, so. A couple things. I think Bill O'Reilly is, you know, over time proven to be a ridiculous asshole, right? The interaction became more intense when O'Reilly leaned in to check the employee's work badge and said, you're lucky I don't put my fist through it. Okay, well, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. That that you can't do. You can't, unless you're challenged to a fight, as we've already covered, then you can do whatever. 
But so is Bill O'Reilly the one swearing? Uh, yeah. And, okay. and so apparently, apparently then what happened next is the employee held up the, this is a uh, Newsweek that published the, uh, the transcript. The employee held up the badge for O'Reilly to get a better look at it and replied something inaudible that O'Reilly didn't like. In response, O'Reilly began cursing at the worker. You fucking scumbag. Don't talk to me like that. Okay. The, wor- <laughs> the worker says you threaten violence, man. Yeah. Exactly. And then, and then O'Reilly says, you're going to lose your job no, before he not. stormed away. No, no he's, he's, not. No, he's okay, not. Okay, so a couple of things about this. One, you can't get in a fight with anyone at the airport. You're cucked out all the time at all points at the airport. <laughs> Remember my whole, if somebody challenged you to a fight, you got to go? Not if you're at the airport. Okay. If the, TF, if the TSA agent's like, take your dick out. Let me touch it. You, you got to do it. You have to let them do it. It's, you have no rights. You have no, like, like whenever somebody is, when a flight attendant is shitty to you, if that happens, you got to fucking just swallow it yep. because they can make your life terrible. I, I mean, no matter how many times you might think if that door is closed, you're, they're not opening it back up. Yeah. They're just not. There's no way. And additionally, additionally, number one rule of customer service, in my opinion. If you swear at them or threaten to punch them, uh-huh. you're not going to get what you want. No. What did he think was going to happen? Also. Oh, he thought the guy was going to go behind the counter and call somebody like, listen, Bill O'Reilly's mad. Can you bring a spare jet around? Yeah. But the, the other thing is, the other thing is you can't yell at these people. You also have to have like when you're annoyed. You have to have some common sense, especially in certain situations. You need to know who can do something and who can't. The gate counter person can't really do anything. They also don't want to deal with 200 angry people, right? So you're yelling. It's like when you call your cable company because your cable doesn't work and you yell at the phone rep. Do you think they cut the line? No. You know, you know, like I and you see, I have this issue, too, because I understand and I've gotten to exactly where you are. I've gotten to where Bill is here and you're just so fucking mad. And and I and and where I get upset is I will tell customer service people, I will tell gate agents and I'll do it very calmly. Right. And I'll be like, listen, I know it's not you. I know it's not you. But the next time you talk to your boss, could you please just pass up this that I said? Right. And that makes me feel better. I'm like, I know it's not you, but the next time you're you're in front of someone who's in charge, can you tell them that I was and and every once in a while you'll be like, sure, sir. Yeah, no, no. Every once in a while you'll get one like, well, I can't do anything about that. I'm like, I just said, I know you can't do anything about it, but you have a boss, right? Yeah. Okay. Tell your boss. That's all. So just just shoot it up the chain and maybe some maybe it'll get through one day. But it's a, it's amazing when when like people be like, well, I, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm like, I just said, I know you can't do anything. Just tell your boss that you got upset customers. Also, social media is the most effective place to complain. Or you, Are you find being the sarcastic. People, no, or it is. Yeah. Or you find the people on LinkedIn. That's the best way to do it. And as I learned years ago, I feel like it was on Opie and Anthony. Just say if somebody presents you with a solution you don't like, just say. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, that's no, you're not going to get anything else out of it, especially that's, at an airport. Uh, you certainly can. Oh, really? Sometimes you're just be like, no, that's unacceptable to me. We need to do better. I mean, like, listen, I understand his frustration because the number of times that they are blatantly lying to you at an airport is so frustrating. Yeah. Like we get all the we we definitely confiscate all the weapons that come through here. No, you don't. No, you don't. But but like you'll hear every once in a while, the flights are delayed because of weather and you'll pull up the weather and there's literally not a single storm in the entire country. But it could be weather elsewhere or something. Sometimes, you know, they're just flat out lying. to you. I don't know. Are they allowed to do that? Yes. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. And, and Bill I mean, if O'Reilly, cops can lie to you and throw you in jail, if they can tell you, oh, we know you did this and get you to confess, I think the airlines can lie to you, too. That's true. I only recently really learned that, I think, on John Oliver. What? I, that the cops can just, they're allowed to full-blown lie to you. Did you not watch Making a Murderer? Oh, yeah. I mean, Brandon Dassey, I know. But the, I, I, what I think, Bill O'Reilly hasn't been on TV in a while, he has, yet, just not a network you watch. I just thought that he had enough money to fly private to Turks and Caicos. Not, I mean, you know. Even if you do, flying private's a total waste of money. I Anyone know. who flies private is just doing it to show off. Unless you're, unless, I mean, you, unless you're trying to get there, which Bill O'Reilly <laughs> clearly was and couldn't. I mean, unless you're on the billionaires list, right? Yeah. And it really, the money really doesn't matter to you. It's, it's a stupid waste of money. It's it's just it's 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 almost um, negligent. 
Yeah, but it's so nice to be like, look how rich I am. And also, they don't have gate agents you yell at. True story. So that's a win. You'll still find the private flight. What do you mean you don't have caviar on this plane? I hate Bill O'Reilly. But even I think, like, where do people get the fucking balls to just start filming people? Like, I see it on, you know, I mentioned Demois earlier in the show. Yeah. There's always, like, here's a photo of, here's here's Nick Jonas eating at uh, Nobu Malibu. It's like, yo, who has the balls to take? If people just start putting photos and f- cameras around, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Everyone does. Every, I mean, how many times do you think it, <laughs> the famous person is sitting at dinner and a flash just goes off because they're stu- too stupid to turn their oh, flash on so their much. iPhone off? It must happen all the time. Like, if, by the way, if I was ever at an airport and all of a sudden there was somebody filming me, my first thought would be like, did I just uh, did I just uh, did I just say the N word or something? I didn't realize. Like, why am I? Did I yell at a child? What's hap- Why am I about to go viral? What have I done? Uh, oh, flying She's like, I'm sucks. just hearing the Hudson News. I'm just buying an eight dollar pack of gum. Please don't ruin my life. But I think I said it yesterday, and I get to pull it out again, like two days in a row. Name me a celebrity that's died in coach. That's true. That Bill. I have to imagine Bill O'Reilly made it to. Turks and Caicos. By the way, the idea that he was still going to get on that flight, like, do you think a normal person could be like, I want to put my fucking fist through your, to to an airport employee and get on that flight? Normally, that's where the airport employee probably had every justification to call the cops. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you can't, you can't threaten somebody. I would have, I would have had no problem saying, no, sir, you're not getting on the flight. You're drunk. (laughs) You fucking liberal. Um, Speaking about flying. Yeah. Um, I, there's apparently Hulu's airing uh, a stunt this weekend. Okay, that there are two cousins who are both pilots, and I think I think I'm pretty certain that I've got this right. That they are uh, part of the Red Bull a- aviation. They're part of Red Bull, right? That yeah. whole flying it's thing. Like, oh, we're gonna go to space and jump out. Oh, that's what they're gonna do. They're well, gonna s- they're gonna swap planes midair. Okay. So there are two cousins. They're going up in Cessna 182s and 182s, right? Which are the little one. So if you go up in in your cousin's plane, mm-hmm. it's probably a Cessna 182. Yeah. Okay. And they're gonna they're gonna take two of them up. And they're is that is that now the way you said that made me think that it was like the incest plane. Like it was the way. <laughs> no, it's that, just it's just like a very are you fucking your cousin. It's probably a, in a Cessna. I don't know that this is 100 percent accurate, but it's probably the most popular private plane. Okay. Right. Or it's like one of the. Can Bill O'Reilly take it to Turks and Caicos? He probably could. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but these two cousins that are both pilots, they're going to fly up in the air. Mm. They're going to put their. This is where you do that. They're going to put their planes into nose dives and then switch planes. So like jump out into the other one? Yes. Now, is this something you can practice? I guess they have been practicing. There's video of them and they're, they're falling into nets, which is a little scary. Okay, but the pair the pair will take off um, and fly to fourteen thousand feet. Then they'll pitch their planes into a synchronized nosedive, stop the engines. Okay, so that's big. Stop the engine because you think that you might get cut up. Oh, by the propeller. By the propeller. Yeah, and use a custom air brake, which will hold the planes in a controlled descent as they exit their own aircraft. Okay, so they'll free fall skydive towards each other's planes, catch up to the aircrafts, enter the cockpit, disengage the air brake system, restart the engine, and take control of the plane. A lot of questions from your pal Mark Zito right now. Uh, perhaps you can answer some of them. I'm okay. going to start with, how is this legal? I thought a week ago, or like a month ago now, there was somebody that crashed their plane, and I said, you can't just crash a plane if you want, if you own it, and you said no. And you have to operate this, I would imagine, like they're not going to succeed, right? So you're basically crashing two planes, right? I checked first just to see if it is in this country, and it is. They're doing it in California. So the, the other thing is, when you remove the net on something like this, and I'm supposed to feel like, oh, God, the stakes are much higher. You could keep the net there. I'd still watch. I'd still be interested. Yeah. You know, like. But the thing is, the plane's going to go through the net before you, so the net's going to be pretty useless. Well, what if it's a really strong net? <laughs> I don't know. And how have they been?
been practicing? Where have the planes gone in the practice? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just saw, and, and maybe what they were doing was something totally different, the video that I saw of them falling into a net. Also, why do you do this? Also, is it better that they're cousins? So if they do die, it's just sad for one family? Where do we stand on that? I, I, I think that you could probably, this is the type of thing that you do figure out when you're cousins. That like you thought of this when you were 14. Ever since we were kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out on the trampoline catching lizards. I said one day. Yep. We're going to fucking fly our Cessnas. <laughs> is this something you would watch? Because part of me is like, I have to I have to watch this. Maybe on a rerun so I know they don't die first. Here's the thing. When is it? Sunday. Sunday night. Uh, so it's late. I got to be honest. This is not a good time for this. This is something that needs to be on in July when there's nothing else on. Yeah. There's NBA playoffs. There's, yeah, there's NHL there's going shit. on. Like, like when Robbie Knievel used to, I don't know, would do, but he jumped, jumped the Grand Canyon or something. Or something. Yeah. Well, didn't he do it on the strip? Didn't he jump the strip or something in Vegas? Yeah, or some shit. It's just, they just really big jump. I, and I also, I don't understand how anyone makes any money doing this. Like, do you guys, like, can we go to Red Bull? Can we come up with an idea and be like, Red Bull? <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. Is that possible? I mean, why not? I guess we would have to like learn how to f- fly planes. No, and- why would it have to be planes? Why couldn't it just be, you know, mini golf or something? We could do something with me. I don't know. Well, but that's their whole thing, right? Red Bull, the Red Bull does all the plane racing and the and like they're they're about fast and about energy. So whatever well, we did would give you wings. Yeah. All right. So you're going to watch this. What time is it at? Seven o'clock on Sunday. Seven o'clock Eastern. Yes. It's 4 p.m. Pacific. How long is it going to? That's the other thing with these things. You turn it on and there's always some host where they're like, and it's always someone where you're like, I'm uh, I'm Chris Harrison. We're out here in the desert. Uh, this is going to be a really the The pilots are going to ascend up to the ozone layer, which will take about 45 minutes. And then you just it's 45 minutes of just like listening also, it's on delay. You're not going to see somebody fucking die. So apparently one of the two, the, the two guys that are doing it, uh, their name, Luke, Luke Akins and Andy Farrington. Apparently Luke, what I'm watching, the jumping into a net, mm. that was a previous stunt that he did where he jumped out of a plane at 25,000 feet with no parachute. Okay. All right. And landed in the net. So he, 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 he went parachuteless out of a plane. He skydived with no parachute and landed in, in the net. Okay, so you just got to like have a really big net or go straight down, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or have good aim, I guess. But yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so that's what the net was. It wasn't practice for this stunt on Sunday. This guy has previously jumped out of an airplane without a parachute. Okay, so there's no way to practice this airplane stunt they're doing? It, I'm sure they've done something, but it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> Fuck. Why would you do this? I have no idea. I mean, like, you're not getting any money for this, right? Well, I'm sure Red Bull has sponsored it's, or paid or something. Yeah, but it's not like like you win something and you win a prize. This well, isn't this isn't I'm like sure they paid. There's a television production. Yeah, you're right, but I but it's sort of like you're not doing it for the it's not like you win a million dollars because you got a hole in one. It's not a half court shot. Okay, yeah, I, that's true. And you could die. Right. Do these men have children? I, I don't know. Like, imagine if I came home and I said, Sarah, I'm going to make this family a lot of money, but I have to dock with my cousin in midair. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this broadcast is going to be airing during this. If these men plummet to their death. Oh, we're going to look like such jerks. I don't know. Are we, though, going to be like, hey, you're the ones that decided to jump out of a plane. We'll, that's not the best idea. We'll be timely. That's Ryan, sure. do you have any thoughts before we get out of here? At TIH Show on social media. Follow us wherever you get your podcast. Find This Is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. Subscribe. Be here tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye.